Welcome to the Hallmark Cafe. I'm Michael. And I'm Diane. Come on in. Your table is ready. Welcome back to another special edition of our show, Mystery Meet Episode, The Way Home, Episode 5. 5. Are we halfway? Is it 10 episodes? It's 10, yeah. 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 Something should be happening. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I don't know. They're doing a lot of build-up without revealing a whole lot, so. Well, I thought... I thought more happened in this episode. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, um, well, why don't we, before we get into it, why don't you give me some ingredients on this one? They're a little different. Some of them are different. Well, this one is called Long Time Gone. And, you know... Is that the song by uh, the Doobie Brothers? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) What a fool believes. Uh, No, this is... I'm not really sure because they're all named after songs. The only song I know, know, I know two songs by that title. That's the Crosby, Stills, and Nash famous song. Oh, that's what I meant. And then uh, the Chicks did a song called Long Time Gone, too. The uh, the the, Doobie Brothers one was better. (laughs) Oh boy! Uh, yeah, okay. No, but the the Crosby, Stills and Nash song, David Crosby song, was from the '60s. So that's maybe not too where far they back? would maybe too far back for these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but okay. the but you know it kind of has it's a haunting song, so maybe yeah. that's why they chose it. I don't know, but I, don't know. I could be nobody wrong. sings it in the show. It could be so some other group that I don't know from the '90s. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should sing it next time. Right there, you go. Okay. So what else you got? Oh yeah, this was uh, directed by Grant Harvey, written by Alexandra Clark. And uh, the producer, John Calvert, the DP, Tom Best is back. Uh, the music, Keith Power, the music editor, Jennifer Pikin, and the editor, Hugh Elchuk. Oh, and of course, the production designer, Rupert Lazarus, just because I like saying his name. Okay. There you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought this one looked amazing, this this episode. It looked good, yet again. I, and maybe it's just because, you know, the, the fall colors or whatever was going on. We have the original uh, director of photography back and... Nothing against the last guy, but this guy's back, so I don't know. It's I don't just, know. They always have a different look. You know, well, so. you know, and there's a couple of scenes. I always like it. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that particular scene later, but uh, the, there's a scene where she's holding a sneaker, and they do a really, really uh, long, you know, uh, clo- the, the, the sneaker's really clear, and right. then the background is really out of focus. And I always right. like those. Right, yeah. It always uh, it looks very outlanderish, actually. It was it was cool, yeah. It was really cool. Uh Anything else of, of note? Any ingredients or those are the main ingredients for the program. Oh, we well, you have we a have new some character, right? We have some new characters, but you'll you'll okay. be talking about that. No. I won't know their name. I don't I didn't but write I'll, them down. I'll try to, to pop in. I'll try okay. to pop in with some names because right. you know how good I am with names. I'm terrible. <laughs> yes, my name is Michael. <laughs> okay, well, in episode five, uh, we we open up with um, the, uh, the the harvest. It's the harvest time uh, in in eighteen fourteen. So, well, I don't know if it's eighteen fourteen. Yeah, it must is it fourteen? It must still be fourteen, because they're still waiting for oh, Jacob right, to get home. Right, right, right. They haven't right. had the harvest, so yeah. I don't think it's changed. Waiting for the Landry well, to land. That's right. Well, Cat is there, uh, dressed in the eighteen fourteen garb, and she's hanging out with uh, Susanna. And um, let me. She's also dressed in the eighteen fourteen garb. Yeah, that's garb. true. Because yeah. I wouldn't expect anything yeah, else. Yeah. But they're down in the basement where she has her, I guess, laboratory. You know, her her studio, her uh, healing. Where she makes her potions. Home, you know, yeah. yeah. And it was. It's very. That's a beautiful, beautifully lit scene. Right. And, and you really uh, feel like you're down there in a yeah, kind of yeah. a basement. And uh, what was really interesting is that you know she's. I guess she's quite the healer, is Suzanne. 
That must mean yeah. something. She's, I've just gotten to say that about the show. That must mean must something. must mean something. They say that. But uh, what's interesting is that at one point she, you know, she writes down her, her they call them receipts back then, but her recipes of, right. of you know, prescriptions and the way she makes things. And, and uh, we, I noticed that, you know, she was writing in her little book backwards, which was kind of apropos because she doesn't want anybody to read what she's putting in there, which makes me think, what is yeah. she putting in there? I know. So I took a picture of it and reversed it to see what it said. <laughs> It says it does say it says healing something. I can't I can't tell what the word is. Like somebody will have to yeah half chime the audience is going Instagram. oh you don't know what the, I Bo- I know what bolus it was. Or bolus I turned it around or, and I already read it. They're saying if you could figure out the second word, yeah. more power to you. Yeah. And then the third word, she was st- starting to write. It looked almost like she was writing an H and then she made a mistake and made a T. It reminded me of me trying to write in longhand back like in your, back your, in Catholic school and, and even backwards it looked like you right lucky. so you were afraid so. of a nun showing up any second yeah. so uh, they go upstairs and it's basically she's making some kind of ointment for uh, uh, Elijah's shoulders her, right. his sore muscles or mm-hmm. whatever and then uh, Cyrus Goodwin rides up um, he's and, a pleasant fella yeah I'm wondering about him I guess uh, I think he well later on we find out how he made his money but uh, uh it, it, Susanna makes Cat hide in the pantry, mm-hmm. and uh, Cyrus is just a son of a gun. <laughs> he's just he is, like, isn't he's he? He's a real piece of work. Son of a Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Susanna stands right up to him. He doesn't like that. Right. He doesn't like, but, doesn't like you know. that, and, and uh, it's probably a good idea that Catherine went and hid, because that yeah. would have been bad, too. Yeah, so. no. But, you know, he wants to know where Jacob is, or, you know, if they've heard from him, all that kind of stuff, and, and they're not talking, and probably yeah, rightly a, so. Apparently, so why does he yeah, want to know? Jacob, mm. you know, what is he, is he on some secret yeah, mission or know. something? Now, or? remember last week, uh, Cyrus was all upset, because he was losing uh, items. His, his items that he was shipping out were right. coming up short. Yeah. So, makes me wonder... You know what? What is what is Jacob really doing? You know, is he is he smuggling? Is he, you know, shifting? I can safely say goods to the American side. He was probably not delivering a boat. Probably not. No. I mean, that was just a, his cover story. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, meanwhile, in you know, Alice back in two thousand. Well, actually, they they sh- she shows up when we first see her. She's in two thousand two. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and Elliot has a cell phone, which I think is funny. It looks it just does, like the one I had yeah, back then. Yeah, it looks just yeah. like the one. Yep. Yeah. So Alice and Elliot, they bond more, and they're, you know, he's walking her back to the pond, and and uh, it's funny because they kind of have a little juxtaposition going on um, of Alice and Elliot, you know, going down the pathway to the pond, and then also going back to 1814 where Susanna and Cat are going down to the pond. I know. So. Uh, they they like to do that in this show. It's kind of effective, actually, to yeah, kind of uh-huh. overlap mm-hmm. those those particular yeah. scenes. So, um, well, now the 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 trick is though when when Cat gets to the pond, there's somebody in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's somebody very naked in the pond, coiled again. Co- <laughs> like, so it's Thomas Coyle, of course, and he's uh, bathing in the pond, and Cat comes upon him. And I'll tell you, I think they have quite the spirited little repartee, if I may say. It's a good uh, word. You know, they. Yeah. Um, uh, I I think this probably something might happen between those guys. Don't you well, think? And They're yet, kind of and setting it up. I know because he's. There's definitely an attraction there. And he's not the the last shirtless guy we see in this episode. So there you go. Well, that's true. Well, we'll get to that later. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I, well, you know, obviously now he's in the pond. Right. But does that mean he's just been? In the pond, having a little bathing moment you there. He's coming or out did of the he pond? just come out of the pond so you, from you some saying, other place? Are you saying he might be a traveler or he might be pond scum? <laughs> <Which is it? laughs> 
<laughs> well, he might be both. Yeah, but I that you never know. You mm. know, he seems somewhat mysterious and seems to know a little bit more about Cat than you know. I uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, she's like, like he already hmm. knows. He, I don't know. So yeah. you know, one thing I noticed, I wanted to go back to the they they had the recap. You know, right before the episode starts, the recap, and uh, they they show the painting, the My Catherine painting, and this time they. They go in close on the lower right-hand corner, and there's kind of a symbol there. It looks like a, like an old-time compass or a star or something like that, yeah. instead of a signature. So we don't know what that means. But the way that when, when uh, Thomas gets out of the pond and he says goodbye to my Catherine, okay, that's and she finds paintbrushes when she picks up his bag to give it to him. Right. Uh, she's, hmm, paintbrushes. So uh, that's kind of a big clue for us. That that might be the guy who painted the picture. It could be. So, yeah. so of course, I was looking to see if he had a tattoo of one of, of the compass star thing on. <laughs> I'm really looking. You were wondering what I was looking at. I was really looking for the tattoo. No, you were looking at him. I was looking for the All tattoo. Right, fine. So that 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 was kind of interesting. So I expect that symbol to show up again at some point. I, I'm surprised it didn't show up in this one, but uh, I didn't see it. Well, anywhere. that is Chris Holden Reed playing. Coil. He's really good. He's, he's he's mysterious. Well cast. And you know, speaking of a little something, something might be going on. I mean, it makes me wonder if maybe Elliot is a distant, you know, great, great, great grandchild of theirs or something. You know, wouldn't that be Wait, weird? Do you think would they that do that make with a- Elliot and Catherine cat related? Is that what you're saying? Wait. Well, I guess it can't because she never got pregnant back there or anything like that. So that can't have happened. Well, the show's not over yet. We don't no, know. but no, she wouldn't know. Oh, that's right. No, yeah. she goes, she'd have to be gone for nine months and that would be, <laughs> that's not going to happen. That'd be a telltale right there. Yeah. How so long has a cat been gone? Oh, nine months. Yeah. So. <laughs> forget <clears throat> that idea because that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, but she may know who is the, you know, well, mm-hmm. I guess it would be actually, hmm, that's interesting. I don't know. It makes me wonder if he has a part in it somewhere, like with Susanna or something, you know? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, because otherwise Jacob would be a, if he and Susanna really got together, then Jacob would be Elliot's ancestor. No, Boy. he wouldn't be, though, because Jacob is Landry. So that wouldn't work either. I'm getting myself all confused Let here. me get online and contact uh, Ancestry. Yeah, let's look up Ancestry.com. So anyway, it's it's the other overlapping thing is it's Founders Day, mm-hmm. and it's Founders Day in the present, and it's Founders Day right, it's in two thousand two. A double Founders it's Day, not really Founders Day in eighteen fourteen because it hasn't been founded. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't think anything's happened. That'd yet. be Beginners Day. Yeah, be- yeah. <laughs> be the real Founders Day. Yeah. So uh, that's a big deal in the town, and uh, uh, the um, you know the, the I guess Elliot and. Alice, back in 2002, Elliot says that, you know, they always would get together and, and decorate the gazebo for Founders Day. Mm-hmm. So in the present day, Alice sort of mm, manipulates it so that Cat uh, and Elliot do Go decorate the gazebo. decorate the gazebo. And uh, that's really interesting because uh, while they're there, you know, we notice there's a band playing. Right. Which we don't often get a lot well, of live band, music, but it's really good. A band shows up, which happens to be a real band mm-hmm. called JJ and the Pillars. Uh-huh. And they're announced as such in the show. Yeah. And that's really their name. Yeah. I think the story is that they were actually playing in a bar and they were playing a lot of 90s music. Right, which is something we do quite often. So. And the, uh, uh, I think it was Alexander herself heard yes. them. Yes. And invited them to play a birthday party. Correct. And then 
and that's what we that turned into a uh, turned into a turned rap, into a real gig turned into a rap party then it turned into a, a part in the show yeah and so a, and a song in the show yeah so, so that's the, pretty good so they're they're in the show and that everybody's dream pretty they're a, a real band you can look them up so. at least when she hired them for the birthday party or for the show she didn't say you know I can't pay you but it's really good exposure <laughs> <laughs> so did, oh and did we tell you about the pond no so. <laughs> So there's a lot of foreshadowing in this episode. As I mean, there quite often is. But, uh, um, you know, uh, like uh, Kat and Elliot discuss the, the ship manifest. Right. You know, and he can't find Jacob's name, so she asks him to look up Thomas Coyle's name. And he doesn't really understand why, but he does find Thomas Coyle's name in the, in the thing. Right. So, but... He's so. not actually on the ship, right? So yeah, yeah. that's confusing. That, so one of the foreshadowing things too is that uh, um, Casey, the intern, yes, notices a couple of things at the newspaper office uh, that came from right. the Goodwins, and one of them is a letter of Mark, which uh, basically was given by the king to Cyrus, um, that says you have legal right to steal, pillage, take anything you want in my name. You can have it. So I don't want. That's an interesting idea. I know. Could you imagine having that letter? Gee. So anyway, so Casey's a little bit upset because is that how our family got our money? I guess so. Well, yeah, it probably is. A little shocking. Now that we've met Cyrus, yeah, pretty much assured. Mm -hmm. Whether with a mark or without, he was gonna. Yeah. You know, he was gonna succeed. So uh, the other foreshadowing thing is that Casey was looking at a book that uh, listed lots of. I don't know. May may have been the. the, uh, some kind of legal um, sort of accounting. Do you know that they shot people in the square? I know, yeah. And so for treason, you know that's that's a bit of yeah, that's a bit of foreshadowing. That, there, I think. Again, more more foreshadowing, yeah. So uh, you know everything is just you know the the war adds its own intrigue to this mm-hmm. whole story. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how they're going to get how they're going to go there. That's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out, because you you can bet that you know that setting it up. Cat thinks that Thomas is. A bad guy, but I think he's a good guy. I think he's on the side of you know freedom and liberty or whatever that is. So he was. I think he was helping the Americans, really. Yeah, I'm not That's sure. What I think. I don't. I think I don't Cyrus get it. was definitely yeah. on the on his own side. Yeah, so <laughs> lining his pockets. But I think Thomas. We, we was, don't know. Um, so Alice, uh, you know, she runs into this this high school, this mysterious high school graduate guy, who's very oh, handsome. Yeah, yeah. Looks a lot like Braden. Noah. Noah. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out he's working in a food truck. Yeah, so that's that usually what happens. Your your dream guy is always yeah, working, <laughs> working in a, in food, a food truck. truck. So yeah. <laughs> so there's a storyline happening there. We'll find out what happens. We don't really more. know what that's all I about. Know. We don't so know. We do know that Alice loves uh, mustard on French fries, which, as Noah points out, is disgusting. It's disgusting. So, uh, it's just... I know. Vinegar, yes. Oh, Ketchup, man. yes. Mustard. Thanks. I don't know. Maybe honey <clears throat> mustard. I don't know. No mustard. <laughs> No. <laughs> so now we're at Founders Day, and Elliot keeps flashing Modern back. Modern Founders Day, yes. Yeah. Yes. Elliot uh, keeps flashing back to his father's sort of bluster and cruelty. He was really a cruel man, old Vic. He was uh, he was terrible. Um, and he's played by James Gallanders, a new actor in yeah, the show. He plays really he's good kind of bad a guy. Nasty father. He does, you know. He sticks Elliot with the pin and everything, and says, "Hey, you know, man up." I mean, that's terrible. <laughs> that guy's abusive. Yeah. So, uh, but Elliot does find Thomas's name in the ship manifest. Yeah. So that was that was part of that. But at the actual, and he's day, very surprised to do that. So, so we do realize in that scene that Elliot doesn't know everything. So no, and that's true. Yeah, I mean, so. I know you said before 
Maybe he can go back in the pond. Maybe he knows more. But I, I, don't, I, don't, know. I don't think no, so. I don't think so. He's, you know, it's interesting. We could talk all day about Elliot, but he's got to stop being a victim. He's just like, everything is poor me. I've yeah. been so maligned. Like, I know. Come on, buddy. Well, he's, he's definitely a hurt child. There's no doubt about I know. it. So I, I'm, sympath- comes, I'm sympathetic to that. Yeah, I so. know. I have empathy. Yeah. But I think it's more about, you know, Cat calls him on it. Says, you know, just because you're upset with your family and the way things have always gone doesn't mean you get to take it out on me. So she kind of really calls him on it. It's pretty good. Pretty good little scene. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they end up, as I say, uh, Alice sets it up so that Cat and Elliot end up decorating the gazebo for Founders Day right. like they always used to. And uh, that they were all having a good time. And then Elliot finds out that Kat told Susanna about the time travel. And boy, he flipped a switch. You're not happy about Pretty that. fast. All he the just, while, J.J. and the Pillars are playing a really lovely really song, lovely song behind, them. behind them. And I'm thinking, how many times have we played in a club where you know people have had an <laughs> argument or something? Or some, some kind there of looking at you. We're looking at each other going, singing, singing. So this is not just good. just going to keep singing this they, song. I don't they, know what's going on out there. Know, but, but if they start throwing stuff we gotta run <laughs> no, we're always ready <laughs> well i remember when i played uh um i played my band back in the in 1989 90 we played at a club in norway in oslo yeah. norway and they had you know actual chicken wire up there <laughs> on the, <laughs> on the t- protection yeah oh, oh yeah my goodness i know it was pretty good did you see any chickens no no chickens no 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 bottles were thrown i guess because Man. you know it was a, it was, it, they can get rowdy. Yeah, no, because when you're performing, especially you're performing outdoors, you're always looking around, see oh, what's yeah. going on. You don't know what's going on. And I love happen. playing outdoors on, you know, I've had outdoor stuff. drunks, you know, fall into my mic stand and almost break my teeth. And, you know, wow. they don't, it's like when guys, mostly guys, but some women actually, <laughs> <laughs> some women too. But, you know, when they go at each other, it's like they just, the, it might as well be a radio. Or if a couple is having an argument about the past. Yeah, then. that's true. If they start arguing about time traveling, yeah, I am so out of it. It's there. bad, bad news. So, uh, you know, Elliot, Elliot just seems driven to punish Cat all the time. Right. He's, you know, he's he just definitely takes mad every excuse. About, he's mad. To, he's to mad just at her. Go after. So, uh, but you know, like I said, Cat kind of calls him on it. Yeah. And uh, you know, says, "Well, uh, just because you're mad." Don't get mad at me. Yeah. You know, at the founders' presentation, they have to give speeches. And I guess, you know, um, they, they, the Landrys and the Goodwins and the Augustines all had to kind of give speeches because they were part of the founding families. It, it, it turns out, I'm beginning to realize the show is like a family history mystery, if I may say that, to borrow uh, from another Hallmark yeah. show. It's, it's really about the ancestors and juggling for the lead so to speak you know who's the most per- most important person in town the most important family and you know what they claim to be their claim to fame that yeah, maybe yeah. yeah i mean yeah. it seems to be that's part of what it's all about well uh, uh elliot has to get up and give a speech and then it's interesting because you know his father has just really got a chip on his shoulder about how you know the goodwins and the landrys they think they're all that and you know, we we don't get anything and all that and kind this, of stuff. And yeah. and and then when Elliot's up there, he flashes back to that famous 2002 speech where his father goes up and takes the mic away from Colton and just starts laying into everybody in his best victimhood. Oh, it was bad. No, it was really it was bad. A bad and, moment. You know, I could, Colton was really uncomfortable, but can't yeah. do anything about it. And you know, it was almost like he was. Fortunately, JJ and the pil- JJ and the Pillars yeah. were not there for that. No, that that's true. Moment, so. No, they had already finished, so yeah. they, they got their they check. Hadn't and been they hadn't been born gone. yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. They hadn't. Uh, yeah. So, um, but Elliot, so he has to give the speech and, and he does the proverbial, you know, 
sticks the notes in his pocket and then talks from the heart and says, you know, the Landers are farmers. The Goodwins were, who were the Goodwins? Traders, I guess. Yeah. Tra- traders, not traitors. Yeah. Although they might have been that too. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the Augustines, he says, were the keepers of the history. I thought that so was interesting. That was That's interesting. the first time that was clearly stated. Yeah, I mean, know. I, I kind of wondered where that was coming yeah. from because I guess because his father collected everything, you know, the ship's manifest. Right, he does that say that. Stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that's where that's coming from. Yeah. But it does make me think that maybe there's more somewhere where he will find some more answers, you know. Yeah. Maybe this is where he drops the chip on his shoulder and actually gets into the history and starts looking, yeah. really starts looking. So you know and I, I also wonder you, what... You know, I, I would say better a chip on your shoulder than a ship on your shoulder. <laughs> That's not even funny. It was, I don't know. It's <laughs> came to my mind. Sorry, we'll cut that You're part out. You laugh anyway. So uh, he gives a speech and even Rita and Dell are out there and, you know, Rita says, you know, Vic was such a... He was so bad, you know. Right. And Alice didn't know. But Alice ends up going back to the past, uh, back to 2002, and goes to Elliot's house and meets Vic. So now she That's, that has was her strange. own run-in yeah. with him. And it's weird because he is just a, he's weird. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's creepy. Yeah, he's not he's a. He's really creepy. He's not a nice guy. So she has a conversation with, you know, Elliot and says, I didn't realize that. I didn't know he was so bad. Yeah. You never told me. And Elliot, of course, says, don't tell Cat. He doesn't want to tell Cat anything. It could explain a lot. Yeah, you know. yeah. Hallmark Cafe is brought to you by us, The Killins. Visit thekillins.com to hear singles and tracks from our albums. And look for Diane's single, Tonight I'm Gonna Fall in Love With You. Our theme song. On your favorite streaming platform. Remember, that's thekillins.com. T-H-E-K-I-L-L-E-N-S. So there's one other interesting thing that happens where in the storyline, which is Dell and Sam. And I guess Sam has been kind of dating a lot of the women in town. He goes on a date with Rita. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, at one point, Rita says, look, you know, uh, the uh, the desperation is there, you know, (laughs) with Sam is walking with some other older woman. Right. And then the next thing you know, Rita's on a date with Sam. Right. And then... uh, at the towards the end, old Sam talks to Dell and says, uh, "You know, at the Founders' Day, and say, hey, let's get out of here.'" And they go down to the cove, and old Sam strips down and gets in the water. Now, this is the part that makes me really uncomfortable, right here. It, 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 I'll tell you, I I can imagine. I mean, did he have to audition? Well, if he Without? did, we know how he auditioned. I mean, <laughs> I know he's really good, though. He's good in the uh, part. That's and old uh, his, Rob Stewart. Yeah, so. yeah, Rob Stewart, mm-hmm. not not Rod Stewart. Yeah. Maggie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you wear it well. Dell. <laughs> you take it off well. So, so Dell is sitting on the in the cove and watching him and just saying, you're insane. And then he pretty much talks her into, you know, dares her into going out 
in the water too. And right, oh, and Andy I, McDowell is, and she looks fabulous. She, she's she's so, a fabulous. I mean, two woman. very good looking people running towards the water. So. It was great. Yeah, oh, was. I thought it was great. But did you notice the juxtaposition there from, or the bookmarking maybe, or bo- uh, bookending with these guys, and then at the beginning with. Uh, Thomas Coyle, who invites Cat to come in and right. bathe with him. Yeah, see, of there's, course, that's, she says no. Yeah, see that you got to look for stuff yeah, like that's that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was very yeah. interesting. And uh, so, and you, and both guys are kind of mysterious. Yeah. You know, so that's true. So. We don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. We know one's a lawyer, but who's this Thomas? Mm-hmm. Okay, so back in the past, our final scene is uh, Jacob's. You know, the ship comes well, in. Well, they did a really nice. They they did, oh yeah, that's kind right. of dissolve from this midnight swim thing right to the same location same location a couple was, hundred years earlier so yeah, yeah. i mean you know if you imagine if it was really a couple hundred years earlier how hard it would have been the crew to get there yeah it's true. <laughs> the crew to get there so it's a good thing it was yeah yeah so now here we are in the past now um oh and uh cat runs into uh thomas again on the path and knows a lot more, and Thomas is very perplexed by this woman because she's and she goes to show you he's falling for Cat already. Oh yeah, you're going to fall for a modern woman <clears throat> who speaks her mind, and you know. I mean, that's the base. He started out uh, the relationship by shooting her, and then you know, I know. things improved from there. Talk about so. a, you know, <laughs> strange. And did you Talk notice that there wasn't scene, a meet cute? It was they a meet on the shoot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I didn't get that no, That's terrible. just awful. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I can recover from that. So, the <laughs> notice when they meet on the pathway, she's just come out of the pond. Right. But as they as they split up, he's walking back toward the toward pond. Toward the pond. I yeah, you don't think you don't think you think he's a traveler? Oh a yeah, pond, it's a written pond all over him. Not oh yeah. Scum. You know what? Obviously, if you are a traveler, you're not going to announce it to everybody you meet. So he may be just waiting to see. Well, don't what's forget going earlier at the Founders Day, she see, she thinks she sees. She him. thinks she sees him. Yeah. And and uh, I think uh, maybe it was him. Well, it could have been him. No, because he disappeared. So it was a it was her imagination. Well, you never know. No, it was her imagination. Uh, okay, yeah. well, I think. I think. No, yeah. we'll find out next week. Yeah. But anyway, so she's off to the the field of harvesting, and it looks like maybe they're harvesting potatoes. Something. I well, think. in in the cat's case, she harvests a sneaker. She harvests a sneaker. Yes, so. she digs in and finds a bag, and in the bag is one of uh, Jacob's or Jacob's, I guess. Childhood his traveling clothes, his you know? childhood sneaker. Yeah. yeah, so that was really strange, and uh, so then, but then somebody hollers at the boat. The ship is is has come in, and her ship has come in, and so they run to the the cove, and there's a rowboat coming to shore, which is how they did it. They couldn't yeah. just park the boat, you know, no. up on the beach. They no, had to, they had no they slip. Had to, they had to use yeah. a dinghy to yeah. get from. Mm-hmm. So they're they're coming up and, and it's really interesting and I, and I knew this I said this last week I said I'll tell you what's going to happen it's going to be the last two minutes of the show and you're going to see Jacob for like a nanosecond and then the show's over right and that's exactly what happened that's what happened so and he didn't get to say a word no but he did notice Cat calling his name from he the did shore notice that yes and he had this look like it can't be I is it I can't you know he but then all of a sudden. Uh, and Thomas Coyle shows up, of course. But then all of a sudden, all these redcoats show up, and they yep. haul his butt off the boat. Right. And there's a big melee, and uh, you know, cat gets kicked into the water and by a, a horse, uh, by one of the redcoats yeah. on horseback, and they drag uh, old Jacob's butt out of there, probably to the town square to be shot. We don't know. I know. We'll find out next week. But that uh, was, yeah, it was quite dramatic. It was it was a lot of action. Actually, my favorite, la- the last shot of my favorite is she's um, you know, cat is just 
horrified, but then she 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 screams and then she levels down and looks over where they've gone and the look on her face was classic oh hell no <laughs> I, gotta, I mean i gotta tell you kyler lee in the show is she's, she's an really amazing good. actress her her um ability to to play things very quiet and very mm-hmm. soft and then do that kind of and work do that kind of thing and then like in a split second she goes from just being uh just like wailing grieving to i am gonna Get you, and they give out awards for for acting in television, and nobody from Hallmark is ever nominated for anything. I you don't know? understand why that is. And there's some fabulous performances in, on on Hallmark, and I really I've gotten in my soapbox about this before, but I don't know who we talk to. Who do we talk to? Certainly, Kyler Lee in the show gives them an amazing performance. It boggles my mind, but, but these actors deserve it. Because we're telling Hallmark it's okay to do it. Just just go ahead and do it. Do it. So, I know if that's the case. Yeah. I don't know. But that that's the end of our soapbox. It is. And the end of our episode. It is. What a way to end. <laughs> but uh no, this was a this was a more eventful episode than, yeah. than the previous, but I knew that last one was kind of a pitch to this one. Segway or so, something, yeah. Uh, and I think things will heat up as the show continues. But again, great production values are doing a really great job of the show and um, it's intriguing. Uh, the viewers, we really don't know what's going on. We can guess, but we don't really don't. And that. that's the fun of it. You know, you wonder, was, was Vic a time traveler? I mean, a, a traveler? You mean the food truck guy? N- no, <laughs> that's Noah. <laughs> oh, Noah. <laughs> Vic is Elliot's father. Do you watch the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this thing. I'm just, just going to take a stab at it. Food truck guy. <laughs> no. no. Wasn't Noah. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's leave this where it is. We will. <laughs> this is one of our wacky episodes of it's The late. Way Home, and uh, we 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 really would like to hear your feedback on on our theories and also some of your theories. Yes, so it'd be really fun to do that. You can come to our Facebook group and join it. It's a fun place to hang out and spin theories, and uh, and also uh, come and follow us on Instagram. We really appreciate any kind of feedback I get mm-hmm. there. I'm the one who looks at the Instagram, so message me, uh, follow us, um, write a comment, hit hit a like on anything mm-hmm. you want, and uh, we're just really pleased with how many people we've got actually listening to us because. I've said this before. We'd do this even if nobody was listening because that's how silly we are. That's how silly we but are. But the fact that somebody does listen to us is really gratifying and it makes us feel really good. It's really exciting for us to see that that people are listening to us. And we really appreciate uh, the, all the fine things that, that people have said uh, in the reviews really of us. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, really... It, it warms really our hearts. makes a difference for us. It so, does. Yeah. So I think uh, until... Until we meet again. And that's it for this edition of the Hallmark Cafe. Where love is always on the menu. Hallmark Cafe is a copyrighted program produced by High Horse Productions. Our theme song was written and performed by Diane Killen, and the Hallmark Cafe illustration was created by Daniel Killen. Be sure to find Hallmark Cafe on Instagram and check out our Facebook group.